Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Adalis. Hello to you, my fellow listeners. I was going to say viewers, but you're not viewing me. You're listening to me. So welcome to Monday's podcast. And uh, let's just go right into it. Okay, let's not waste any more time. And we are talking today about how to attain uh, your deliverance. What does that mean? Deliverance is kind of a broad spectrum. That's why I uh, 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 used it. It's, 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 it has a very broad, it's a very broad term for just getting what you want. Your delivery. What is it? How is it that, that we can um, align ourselves to get what we want from God? And uh, we've been talking about these last few weeks about building, um, you know, a strong spirit. And, and here, these are, these are some elements that we, we can continue on in um, developing the, and, and strengthening our inner man because it's what's going to bring us the delivery of what it is that we want. So this is healing. This is uh, financial um, breakthrough. This is, uh, you know, healing in your marriage, relationships. It could be a series of so many things. So bringing to delivery uh, what it is that you want. What is the element that you have to make up in your mind uh, in order to receive anything from God. And uh, we open it up in Mark 9. We were talking about this early in the morning. If you didn't catch the broadcast, catch it. Go to our YouTube. Uh, We're on Jonathan Shuttlesworth um, on YouTube or just go to our Facebook Live and we have the message there. I like to reiterate for our podcast viewers that didn't get a chance to tune in on Facebook. And I also like to add a few little elements here and there that I was too under the gun uh, to make mention in the broadcast. So uh, Mark 9, and we'll start with verse 19. Jesus said to them, you faithless people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. This is after the disciples couldn't get this demon-possessed boy healed. So they brought the boy. But when the evil spirit saw Jesus, it threw the child into a violent convulsion and he fell to the ground, writhing and foaming at the mouth. How long has he been doing this? How long has this been happening? Jesus asked the boy. He replied, Since he was a little boy, the spirit often throws him into the fire or into the water, trying to kill him. Have mercy on us and help us if you can. Now, that if, what, how, how to bring the delivery of what it is that you want done in your life, you got to get over the if factor in your head. If you're constantly in the if mindset, well, if it is your will, you know, maybe it's God's will for me to be on this. What if it's not God's will to heal me? What if he has other plans? Uh, you know, maybe this isn't, what if he just decides that it's not going to work for me? The, if you have any ifs about your healing, you, your healing, because we understand that the problem wasn't that this man didn't believe that Jesus could do it. It was, he didn't know if he could do it for him. That's why he brought the boy. He knew that he had, you know, at least he brought the boy to Jesus, right? Because he knew 
that this guy has, has healed uh, so many people. If anybody can do it, it could be Jesus, but I don't know if he'll do it for me. And that's the factor that you have to cross over in your mind. No one else can do it for you. And I know we always get back to this. It's that, that it's, it's dealing with it, the issues in your head. What's going to stop you from fulfilling your call? You. You, your head, you being, you know, talking yourself out of it. You are not allowing for the word of God to take its rightful place in your heart and in your mind. And, and, and then it just becoming something where it's just, you know, it, it, it can never get done. It'll never be accomplished. And so you do have to cross that, that bridge in your mind that, uh, you know, if, if it's not God's will, I actually heard somebody or uh, I read someone's comment on the broadcast and said, well, what if God chooses not to heal me? That's not, see, that, that's like a, a, a total mark of someone's ignorance to the word of God, because there has never been a time in the entire gospels of, of Jesus and, and in the entire New Testament where God said, bring this man to me, I'm going to smite him with cancer just to teach him a lesson because I want him to really love me for who I am. Or, you know, there wasn't a time where, where there was a man or a woman who came up to Jesus and wanted a healing where God didn't say, where, where God said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. You know what? In this time of trials and tribulations that you're going through and, and, and in this time where, uh, of attack, you know, in your body, I want you to learn from this. I want you to begin to journal the experiences that you have, because it's going to bring glory to me. And you're going to some, I'm going to somehow show you my love through this sickness and disease that I'm putting on you that it does. It didn't happen. Hasn't happened. Never will happen because that's not God's will. Sin uh, or sickness and disease came in with sin. The devil has his footprint uh, or his fingerprints on, on sickness and disease. Every good and perfect gift the, the, the word of God says comes from the father of heaven and whom there is no uh, light or, uh, or uh, what, what is it? What, give, give me that scripture. Um, every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights in whom there is no variance or shadow of turning. That's what it was. It just came to me. So what does that mean? He's fully light. There's no, there's, you're not going to turn and see a shadow. You're not going to turn and see God in a bad mood. He's not going to wake up and smite you because he feels like it. He's not, you know, he's not going to wake up and be like, you know what? I don't really like your attitude. You said that I'm just going to smite you with stage four cancer. It don't, it don't work that way, ladies and gentlemen. And so once you can cross that bridge over, why? Because the Bible says in Hosea, my people are dying because they have no knowledge of what my word says. So until you build up that knowledge, then all the, the stupid ifs go away because you'll say, wait a minute, it's, there's, there's no if factor. The word of God says, by his stripes, I was healed. Then it's a done deal. He said, but through his poverty, he's made me rich. That means I'm prosperous in everything I do. It says that I'm not going to be the lender. I'm going to, uh, uh, or I'm not going to be the borrower. I'm going to be the lender. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be the lender and never the borrower. I'm going to be above and never beneath. So, so once you declare the word of God, then there's no question mark. There's no doubt. There's no hesitation. And that's what an if does. There's a little bit of hesitation because you don't really understand if God will do that for you. 
And you know what Jesus answered after he said, help us if you can. Jesus said, what do you mean if I can? And he said, anything is possible if a person believes. And the father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me to overcome my unbelief. So we understand there's a direct correlation between if and unbelief, 100% of the time. You don't know because you don't, you've, maybe you've never seen it. You don't know because you don't know if it's true for you. And that was the, the, the problem here. I know, I do believe, I believe that you can do it. Just help me overcome my unbelief. Help me overcome this doubt that you wouldn't do it for me. And when Jesus saw the crowd of onlookers that it was growing, uh, of onlookers was growing, he rebuked the evil spirit. So uh, this isn't uh, what this man, his his way of, of prayer, that's not something that we should uh, follow the its example of. You know, like me growing up, there was always like, oh, if help us if you can. That was like the meek and lowly way of getting the attention of God. If you will, oh Lord, if you will, just come and save my family. If you will, help me f- uh, break free from this poverty. If you're willing, Lord, uh, heal me from this disease. But nevertheless, if it be your will, be it unto me. Because I know that you will receive glory even until my last dying breath. It's hogwash. It's a bunch of crap. Because you don't know the word. You haven't studied it enough to make it a reality for you. No, the Bible says by his stripes, you were healed. I was already healed 2,000 years ago on the cross. Healed. Not I was going to be healed. Someday I will be healed. No, it says I was already healed. So I received that healing. I walk in it. and, And everything else is a lie. So I command it to go back to hell. Every pain, rebuke it. Bye. You're, you're not real. You're not real. So go back to hell where you came from. What's real is what the word of God says in Isaiah 53, that by his stripes, I was made whole. That's what you ought to stand on and get rid of the ifs. And so we understand Jesus didn't heal this boy because of this man's prayer of if you will. He, no, he healed him because the crowd of onlookers was growing and it would give glory to God. So at that very moment, he commanded that boy to hear and to speak and commanded that child to, uh, uh, to be set free. And, and that's exactly what happened. And so, uh, that's the, that's the, 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 the I won't even say it's kind of, I was going to say that's the weakest form of faith. It's not even faith. A double mind is unstable in all its ways. Let that man not expect to receive anything from God. The, if, if you ever start your prayers with, if, then you know that you're already in in uh, with a double mind and you can't receive anything. That's why people will wait 10, 15, 25 years standing on a promise. Lord, just, just, you know, heal me, heal me. Lord, I really, I want you to heal me, heal me, heal me. Can you imagine if I said that about my salvation? Father, save me, save me, save me. Please, Lord, just someday save me. I believe that you're Jesus. Or I believe that Jesus is, is the son of God. Just heal, just save me, save me, save me. I know, I know the word of God is true. Save me, save me, save me. If I never took the time to declare Jesus Christ as Lord and savior of my life, Lord, I, 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 Forgive me of my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son, that he was, uh, you know, 
uh, thrown on the cross and and uh, three days later was risen back to life to set me free from every oppression of the devil i receive him into my life i declare jesus christ is savior of my life i am forgiven i am set free i am a child of god i am saved see i had to make a declaration with my mouth and 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 liken it not just with the word because the word of God says you must confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of, of your life. That's that's a that's an element. Here it is. I, I see it from the word. I got to do it with my mouth. And now I'm going to stand on the fact that because I've followed through with what the word of God says, that I am saved. And see that that there's the determination that you have to make. I, I see it in the word. I have faith to believe. Now I respond. Now there's a response that has to happen. And now when the devil tries to tell me that I'm not saved, I could say, no, you're a freaking liar because I just confessed him uh, as Lord and Savior of my life on January 28th, 2019. So you're a liar, devil. And I'm I'm, I'm a call you as it is. You're you're a stinking idiot liar, stupid head. So see, there has to be an element that you have to engage and activate because of, of what you say, because of how you believe. See, because lots of people can say, you're not really saved. You don't look different. You don't, you don't look different. You still look the same. And you could say, you know what? I guess, I, I guess, I guess that didn't really happen. I guess I'm really not saved. I guess it just didn't work for me. People aren't seeing maybe like a halo that I thought I would walk around with. You know, I, 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 I guess it just didn't work for me. Even though you did it, you can convince yourself that no, it didn't work for you and that it wasn't sufficient for you. And so it's until you believe it, until you believe and receive it, that's when it'll be done unto you. You can say, and, and I've, I've heard it. I've had to do it myself, especially in the beginning of my Christianity when I was 15, 16. No, I am saved. This, I, I, I can't behave this way. I can't do this because I'm saved. If I'm saved, there's a way of, of me having to live and it can't be angry. It can't be, you know, throwing out, uh, you know, insults at people and, and, and walking around with anger and hatred in my heart. I have to put those things away because if I really did confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in my life, he has to affect my heart and everything that flows out of me has to be something that gives him glory. So I got to change those things. Jesus didn't change that for me. I had to get in my word and declare, no, this is what the word of God said is sin. Then I need to do away with it once and for all. But until I made that word of God, the knowledge, the, the knowledge of his word real, once I read it and it became clear to me, then I knew what to abstain from and what to do and what not to do. That's it. It's as easy as that. And so too many of us, we just, you know, we hear the word of God, but we don't hear the word of God. And I'm pointing to my chest right now, if you can't see me, which you can't see video podcast. No, no. I like this because if my makeup smudges, like it doesn't even matter. Like, I don't even care. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I, if I'm eating, exactly. And if I, if I'm like eating a donut and I got like a little bit of powdered sugar all up on my, my outfit, like I, I am, I'm current, it's, that's actually happening right now. I literally have powdered sugar everywhere. I don't care because I'm not being recorded. Video recorded. Let me just finish this donut now that I like started. Finish what you started. That's the word for somebody here. And I'm going to finish this donut.
literal powdered sugar everywhere. Everywhere. So, anywho, what's what's um what's the opposite of this whiny man that's unstable in all his, in all his ways? If you can heal me, Lord. Jesus, I literally cannot wait to meet him. I know what I'm saying. I mean, I can wait, Lord. I mean, I, you know, there's work to be done. Okay? So don't take me, like, right, you know, word for word with what I'm saying. But I really can't wait to meet that man, uh, that wonderful person. Because he was, what do you mean if I can? You know he gave him some kind of attitude. Made that guy pee his, his, himself a little bit. What do you mean if I can? All things are possible to the one that believes. Stupid. That's, they didn't make mention the stupid aspect, but I bet you he said it. I bet you. I'm not adding anything, but I'm, I'm thinking he does throw in a stupid here. Anyway, so let's read the, the opposite of what this man is. Hmm. Matthew 8, 5, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I'm under the authority of my superior officers and I have the authority over my soldiers. I only say go and they go or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following, he says, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. Verse 13. Then Jesus said to the Roman officers, go back home because you're, because you believed it has happened. And the young servant was healed that self same hour, that same hour. So go back home. Okay. Because you believed it has happened. 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 This isn't a glitch. Because you believed it has happened. I need to be, uh, 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 I have to emphasize, because you believed it has happened. So we understand the dichotomy there between the Roman officer and this other man uh, with the, with the, the child that was demonized. If, and just say the word. And once you say the word, I know it's done because I know the authority the word carries. And when I say go, they go. And when I say come, they come. And when I say do this, they do it. So that man understood authority. What we've been talking about all last week, authority, authority, getting yourself to a place of dominion, saying I have the dominion. I take my dominion. I take my position because God, you are, you've sat me in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. I'm no longer, uh, uh, you know, susceptible to the things of this earth. I don't live a natural life. I live in the supernatural. So what's in the supernatural? I bring to the natural. So I can't be buffeted. I can't be broken down. I can't have a, a weak mind, a weak body. No, I stand against it because the word of God declares that by your stripes, I have been set free. I have been made whole. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with having to feel, uh, you know, sick in my body, uh, the, the, you know, um, uh, migraines and, and tumors and, and whatever, whatever heart conditions and liver conditions and, uh, my throat, my esophagus, X, Y, Z, all of these things, they're under your subjection. Once you understand authority, 
And this Roman officer was, uh, he marveled. He, Jesus marveled at his faith because he understood an element that most people don't get in unlocking the delivery that they need. And it's, you say the word and it's an already done deal. It's already done. And that's the whole principle of God's word from beginning to end. He has declared a word and it's up to the person to believe it and receive it and take it for what it is and activate it on there. How do you activate it? By standing on the word of God, by not being moved. This is what it doesn't look like. Father, I know by your stripes we were healed. We were healed, God, but I'm not really seeing it, God, but why? Why is that, Lord? Please heal me. It's not going to happen that way. Faith always rests. Faith always says, no, this is what the word of God says. Inundate yourself with the word of God so much that when, when those things start to arise, like they do even me, even now, no pain. I don't, I refuse to put up with you. I refuse to care one single bit about this pain. I resist anxiety. I resist the, 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 the temptation to fear. I resist it. I speak to it. Like it's a person. You go back to hell where you belong. You're fake. I call your bluff because the word of God says that by his stripes, I've already been made healed. See, I'm already healed. I walk in that healing. I walk in the dominion. Father, you said that the the, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. I take it. I take it now. It's mine by force. I take it into my, my possession. It belongs to me. I am healed. I am set free. I'm going to walk in victory. I'm going to walk supernaturally in abundance. My family's healed. My marriage is healed. Uh, your goodness and mercy has to follow me everywhere that I go. With long life, you'll satisfy me. All of these things I have to take a stance on. They don't automatically come. They're not like some ethereal thing floating up around your head and like just active, being activated every now and again for, you know, the person that wakes up in a good mood. No, it's for anybody who believes. If you believe that the word of God is true for you, it will happen. There's no way around it. God's not a respecter of person. So if he healed somebody of stage four cancer, why not you? Why are you a special case? You shouldn't be. You should say, God, if you did it for that person, you could do it for me. If you set that person free, then you can do it for me. If you made that baby ha- or that, that, that woman have babies, you could do it for me. I received that. You're no respecter of person. So if you did it for one, you can do it for me. Just you could do it for me. Not uh, If you do, did it for one, you could do it for all of us. No, just take your stance and say, I want what's mine. I want what belongs to me cross over the if factor and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. And I rejoice because when this happens, it's, it's, or, you know, when I, when, when your word was spoken, it already is, is it's already happening. When you spoke the word, when I found it in your word, you had already established the purpose. So I thank you father that because it says it in your word, it's already manifesting. It's already in motion. I might not see it right now, but I don't have to fret. I don't have to be fearful. I don't have to sling snot and cry all morning and all night about it. No, because I already know it's, it's, it's already working. The word of God has to be working for me because I believe it. I choose to believe it. I stand to believe it. And I refuse to allow any person to talk me out of it. Not my mom, not my dad, not my doctor, not even my husband or my best friend. I refuse to allow anything to intercept my faith and I will stand on your word 
a hundred times out of a hundred. And that's, that's the stance that you have to take in order to see the delivery of everything that you've been wanting in your life. Everything. Get over the if factor and say, Father, thank you that when you, when you said it in your word, it has already happened to me. It's already done. I might not see it. I don't care what I see. I walk by faith and not by sight. So I don't care if things get worse. I'm already healed. I'm already delivered. I'm already set free. And that's the position that you have to take. Well, you sound crazy. Well, that's what faith is. Okay. It's not a, it's not a logical thing and it's not something that, you know, makes sense in your head. It doesn't. Faith declares something as it is, uh, or, you know, faith, faith declares something as, as it being seen and evident before it is seen or evident in your life. So that's crazy. You got to declare a thing. You, Abraham had to declare, I'm the father of many nations to everybody he met before he had Isaac. That's great. He must have sounded like a, a freaking nut job. Hi, I'm the father of many nations. Where are your children? Don't have them. That's your wife. She's a zillion years old. Okay, this guy's crazy. But he said it anyway, and guess who got the son? And the wonderful promise. So that's what we have to do. We have to align ourselves with what the word of God. Get rid of that if. Get rid of it in Jesus' name. And stick to the word of God. And if you don't find it in the word, then study even more. Study more. Get Delve into the word of God until you find the answer to what it is that you're looking for. So you can stand and remind the devil of what, he has, uh, of, of what the word of God has to say. And resist the devil because he will flee. Every sickness has to bow. Every uh, tormenting spirit has to go. Stand with the word of God. And when you stand with the word of God and you activate it by what it is that you say and, 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 and what it is that you forbid, remember that, that it's, it's uh, what you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and what you allow on earth will be allowed in heaven. So what are you going to say? No, I deny this. Your, I deny the privilege of you functioning in my head. Anxiety. Bye. See you later. You have to take a stance against it. You just have to. And then say, no, what's allowed right now is what's allowed in heaven. Full function of my limbs, full function of my feet. Heaven has no, you know, um, what handicap parking, like my husband says. Uh, there's no blindness in heaven. There's no hearing impairment section where there's angels like, you know, doing the, um, the hand things, hand sign things. I don't know. I forget what that's called. Sign language there's not going to be that section. And no, you will be fully functioning in heaven the way God created for you to be. Okay, remember that. There's not going to be sickness and disease in heaven. There's not going to be a cancer ward in heaven. So once you understand that, you can say, no, you said what I allow on earth is allowed in heaven. You stamp it. You seal it with the heaven's approval. And what I uh, uh, forbid on earth is forbidden in heaven. You also deny, you reject it. So, so, you know, if you want the, the, the help and the force of heaven, then you need to take a stance one way or the next. What are you going to forbid? What are you going to allow? But the choice is up to you. You need to determine that in your heart and your mind. Walk in it. If it's in the word, it's true for you. That's what you got to stand on. Don't, don't freak out about it. Just rest and stand on the word of God and allow the joy of the Lord to come and manifest in your life. 
That's what's so wonderful. Once there's faith and, and, and then you lift up your hands and you praise the Lord, there's a manifestation of joy that will come in your heart. And it's, it's what's going to strengthen you in this time where you're trying to think like, well, how am I going to do it? It doesn't matter. Don't even think about how. Don't think about the how. Just lift up your hands and praise the Lord because in his presence, there's fullness of joy at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. So that's what's going to keep you strong. It's the word of God. It's taking a stance on the word of God, making it your ultimate truth. And that's it. I love you. And I will see you on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday is what? Get it together Wednesday. And then Friday are digging deep. So the, that's our schedule for the week. Monday's um, the podcast for every week. Wednesday's is a get it together, just practical uh, insight or whatever on, on your day-to-day life. And, and um, you know, Friday's is just one verse of scripture that we dig a little deep into. And um, so I, I want to encourage everybody to subscribe. Let me know you're listening. I love you, and I will see you on Wednesday.